0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi! How's it going, GR Dad?
1: Fine, I'm distracted by the dog scratching the carpet under my feet.
0: I believe that's hops.
1: Our dogs are weird.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The cocktail of the week this week is the Two-Faced Pineapple. (laughs) It's a good name, right?
1: It is. It sounds vaguely sinister.
0: It's uh, the Washington Post. This is a recipe from their website cooking website uh i think like pinterest it was shown to me by some algorithm oh cool yeah uh i didn't go looking but i saw this and i was like oh i mean one excellent name uh two looks delish so i made it let me pull up the recipe here it's
1: it's great it's a very very good one i i don't i still understand how you get like new good tasting cocktails out of a finite list of ingredients that are always very similar.
0: Okay. So if you want to make this, you should Google the recipe because there's like a lot of stuff in it. Uh, so dark brown sugar, a bunch of Angostura bitters, like Mm. half a teaspoon, not, not a couple dashes, like a lot. Oh, pineapple juice, coconut water, which we get by me yelling outside, Dear dad, I need a coconut. And then he opens a coconut and then I crack it open and put the water in here. So it's quite fresh but you can just buy a bottle of it if you want or whatever little package sure you can
1: get like a can
0: uh lime juice all right so pineapple juice coconut water lime juice angostura bitters brown sugar i found it was too tart like usually you use simple syrup in cocktails because when you shake it like granulated sugar won't dissolve all the way right um and i don't know if there's a slurry of brown sugar at the bottom of my shaker but I always add, end up adding simple syrup to this. Mm. I would say if you made a brown sugar simple syrup, right, so like one part brown sugar, one part water, um, and put that in to taste, that that would be good. Sounds like
1: this. that's in the direction of molasses.
0: Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> I guess you could put molasses in this, but that I don't think molasses would shake very well.
1: I just mean if you put enough brown sugar in water and dissolve it, doesn't that turn into something like molasses? Mm. I don't know what molasses is.
0: Molasses is <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: brown. Molasses sweet.
0: is the brown part of brown sugar. If you separate it out, you have white sugar and molasses. So I'm not totally off. No, I mean. It'd
1: be like reconstituting brown sugar into mm, non-brown sugar. Maybe. Oh, nice sounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you shake that all up and you pour it over crushed ice so this is a sort of tiki drink mm-hmm. and then you can drink it just like that non-alcoholic or you can put an ounce of black strap rum over the top which is like kind of normally you have an ounce and a half or two ounces of say if, say if you just have rum in a drink that amount so this is kind of half of that um but as a really nice kind of black strap rum is sort of molasses flavored uh so it adds a really nice flavor to this i was
1: it's delish. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It, and it is, there's no ginger, but it tastes like there could be ginger ale in there.
0: You say things like this a lot. I think you well, think pineapple and ginger maybe taste similar.
1: No, I think I think the um, blackstrap rum tastes like it has a little ginger in it. Huh. No.
0: I don't taste it, but I mean, taste buds are different. I
1: mean, you know, we, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> I was gonna
0: anyway uh so yeah you can have this non-alcoholic or alcoholic i was gonna have my non-alcoholic tonight because i want to cut down on the number of cocktails i'm drinking because it has crept up over the course of quarantine and so i made one non-alcoholic and one alcoholic for gr dad and i was like oh man it's so much better with the black strap rum
1: black strap rum is really yeah. good
0: it's like half the amount that normally goes in a cocktail this so had normal
1: fine. rum in it you wouldn't have added it but the black strap it's a good opportunity it's
0: really delish so that's called the two-faced pineapple you can get the recipe at the Washington Post. Very tasty. Good discovery.
1: Like it's sneaky and it, you know, stabs you in the back two-faced or you think it just has two faces or it's happy and sad. It's very interesting. I
0: think it's because there you can have it non-alcoholic or alcoholic. Oh, yeah. So it says a float of blackstrap rum at the end is all it takes to transform this innocent tropical fruit cooler into a boozy beach drink. <laughs> into an evil psycho. You can make two servings of the virtuous version and serve them as is or sully one or both with the rum.
1: The virtuous version. Mm-hmm. So it can be happy drink or it can be even happier drink. <laughs> I get it. <laughs>
0: so, uh, yeah, it's tasty.
1: It is. It's really good.
0: Okay. Are you ready for dog updates?
1: I am totally ready for dog updates. Oh,
0: there are so many. Oh, my goodness. I okay. probably will
1: learn something, as often is the case in these web <laughs> podcasts.
0: Um, well, let's start with this sort of golden ratio administrative corner, which is how we tend to have been starting lately. Really? Mostly discussing my dominance of TikTok.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> is loosely dog update. That is mostly your dominance of
0: TikTok. The dogs are in every single video I make. True. So. True. Uh, this is not about that though.
1: They don't direct cause it'd be freaking chaos.
0: Although I do continue to dominate TikTok. <laughs> I got verified uh, this week. So on my professional account. Anyway, no, this is not about that. So. Uh, thing number one is, which I think we talked about on the two and a half hour vaccine waiting podcast. Not that I expect you to remember what we talked about on that podcast dear Dad.
1: Well, you talking to me. Yes. Well, it was two and a half hours long. I mean, how could... I wasn't taking detailed notes.
0: Um, so I think we discussed in that rambly, rambly podcast...
1: It's not how I remember it.
0: No, I bet you don't remember it. Uh, <laughs> As
1: rambly. Oh, um, but yes.
0: <laughs> that I had kind of asked people about monetizing on YouTube, basically having it put ads, um, either like ads next to the videos or the before or after ads that you can skip.
1: And I think you, you did a Twitter poll either before or after the podcast. It was before, and I talked yeah. a little
0: bit about those results on the podcast. Um, and so everybody like generally was pretty supportive about us putting ads because kind of everything has ads or like a lot of people have YouTube premium accounts. And so we still get paid if you have a premium account, but you don't have to see the ad. Um, and so, you know, we, we've come up with a thing to kind of take the ads off after a while, which we talked about in the podcast, but anyway, so our YouTube revenue has literally gone up a hundred times what it was, which is still, we couldn't live off of it.
1: hundred times close to zero is a little bit more. <laughs> I
0: know. I mean, we were getting like 20 cents and now we're sometimes getting $20. Yeah. That's
1: pretty uh,
0: good. Yeah. By having those skippable ads so thank you everybody for being supportive of us adding that in um because we also we have a to not get too deep into boring adult stuff we have a financial advisor now Ugh. so it's a, she's, uh, she's wonderful
1: we but, pay her to nag us
0: <laughs> we have to enumerate all of our expenses in a spreadsheet now and like we're keeping the dog expenses separate from like the you know my business expenses. So then, like any money we make on the dog stuff. It, I mean, it's so anyway.
1: You think I'm boring on the webcast? On I'm trying not to talk too
0: much about right. it, except to say that for not that we made very much money, we made a few thousand dollars total on the golden ratio everything last year. And uh, we had to enumerate all the expenses. And I'm like, we can't do all of it. Let's just do the vet bills, which have been emailed to us. And the Chewy total for the year, yeah. And I believe it was twenty five thousand dollars.
1: Holy smokes! Well, vet <laughs> bills, yeah. Yeah, and you have got like guac.
0: The guac Brillo. surgery, the Parmesan surgery, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And then just expensive medicines for everyone. And
0: everybody's on prescription diet food. So, yeah. uh, so having like, is your arm okay there, Jody? It's okay. Is that comfortable? So it's it was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now i'm self-conscious
0: he, he was making like a little square shape with his hand <laughs> and his middle arm and his upper arm sorry i mean go to it nobody can see i can't recreate probably- <laughs> I'm not a anyway gymnast. that's all to say that because we rescue old and sick dogs we rescue another way to say that is extremely expensive dogs um and so you know not that we can live off the twenty dollars of ad income that we get on YouTube, but you know, over the course of the year the year it adds up to money that really is gonna help us.
1: Pays for pill pockets for a week.
0: (laughs) Pay for just the the very high dog expenses, which is nice to have that. Just the cheese of the
1: righteous is a cost item.
0: (laughs) It's it's on the spreadsheet now. Everything's in there. Keeping woods and cheese. And similarly, thank you for everybody for the cameos, which also are a, a nice source of, you know, uh, income to help us take care of the dogs. Like whatever we make on all of this is not going to be as much as it costs to take care of the dogs. Nope, um, so but they all appreciate of, it. All that goes to supporting their stuff. Um, and, and yeah, one thing I'll add is that so everybody generally has been really happy with the cameos. There was one person who was like, not very personal. And they were disappointed, which makes me really sad that I made something that they were sort of disappointed in. So I will say, if there's something specific that you want... The more directory you can be about it the better if you are yeah, like, we
1: won't be offended if you tell us kind of scene by scene what to do if
0: i mean if you're just like please tell bob that mr snuggles and professor humperdink say that he's doing an amazing job that's right and then say like this phrase which is an inside joke i'll totally do it but that's if right. you're like bob likes elvis what the i don't know what to do with that like i probably won't do anything about it because i'm not going to be like bob here you like elvis
1: yeah here's love me tender and bob's like damn it i don't like that song yeah i just like i like blue suede shoes i,
0: I don't know what and, and especially you know like elvis at least i know something about some of the stuff that people mention i'm like i recognize the name of that thing but i don't know anything about it so i can't just anime be like, anime you also like that <laughs> thing so if you want me to mention if you're like they really like elvis be like could you feed the dogs a peanut butter and banana sandwich And in honor of Elvis, like tell Bob in honor of Elvis, we're feeding you a peanut butter and banana sandwich, like a hundred percent do it. Uh, but if you want me to like creatively work in something that I probably don't know about, I don't know how to do that. So I'll probably just leave it off and be like, Bob, happy birthday from the squad and your family and not mention Elvis. Right. I think that's why the person was sort of disappointed in our thing. Cause they're like this, you know, this person likes X and Y and I was like, well, I don't know anything about those things. Like I don't, I just didn't put them in there. Um, so that's just to say, you know, a lot of people do just want like, have the squad say happy birthday. Anything you do is fine. Um, but if there is something specific that you want mentioned and, and plenty of people do this too, uh, give us direction. Yeah. Cause we really want to make them good. And if you do get one in and you feel like it's missing something, Like, somebody had us do their wedding vows. Like, they're going to play them in their wedding.
1: But we didn't know that.
0: So she's like, I got engaged. I was hoping you could do something that's sort of like vows. Like, you know, I'll love you as much as guac loves tennis balls. And so I kind of made a video that was like, hey, fiance, like, here's a message from your fiance. And, you know, I hope you guys love each other this much and this much. And she's like, this is really nice and it's totally fine if you have it like this. But I wanted it to be something I actually can play at the wedding, which is the plan, Could you, you know, actually the vows, I think, right? (laughs) Yeah, to make it like I promised. And I was like, oh my God, like I didn't know that's what you were going to do. Of course. And then, you know, we're able to re record it and resend it to you. And it's like, we want everybody to be really happy with them. So if there is anything, or you're just like, like one person, I made him a video and sent it. And I, you know, I did everything that they said and they're like, hey, could you put a vink is the moon at the end? And it's like, sure, it's super easy for me to take the thing I did and stick a vink is the moon on at the end.
1: She's quite malleable, that one.
0: Yeah, and like re-editing the videos and stuff is really straightforward. So um, if you ever do get one and you're like, oh, you know, I wish I had asked for this thing, like just there's a little chat box on there. Just ask and we'll take care of it. Yeah. Um, but thanks for everybody who's been doing those. There's, uh, we're not getting 60 a day, like the first day, which no. is great, but there's a nice steady stream of them. And it's like very touching to participate in all of these like celebrations and give pep talks and.
1: Yeah, no, they're all, uh, the dogs really appreciate it so they can keep eating. Yeah. Hopper just looked at me the other day and she said, Ingo, I'm so happy that people are ordering cameos <laughs> so I can keep getting <laughs> treats. Oh, she didn't actually say that. I have just to be made clear, face. I just made that up, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Did not happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that thus ends administrative quarter. Thank you for being supportive of us uh, monetizing a little bit because, you know, we have, our financial situation has been adjusted and we're totally fine, but um, it's reassuring to be able to support all these expensive dogs with with money that mostly we're not taking from you guys the cameos like people are paying for those things but no the like,
1: youtube thing seems like a victimless crime i mean i don't care if youtube loses money yeah i'm take, fine with take that take
0: money from google take money from tiktok but we don't want to like this is why we don't do a patreon right we don't want to yeah. take money directly from all of you
1: that's why i don't do only fans because you know i feel bad
0: jared had only fans yeah oh all right at ingo burkhart if you guys want to encourage him Wait, is that do- the naked thing mm-hmm. i'm not doing that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> then there's another reason why i'm not doing okay. that
0: okay uh, okay let's get to dog updates uh we have we have so many okay let's start with the little cheese so cheese uh, cubed the new cheese i'm sorry yes the new cheese the the cheese cube <laughs> cheggs cheggs <laughs> she cheggs. started calling him
1: aged cheese yeah
0: um yes the third cheese so we did a glucose curve on him last week which I think, I think we probably also talked about this in the long podcast. We did a glucose curve on him. It was pretty high. We sent it to the vet that we were at and he was like, weird. Uh, you know, let's adjust his insulin. So we increase his insulin uh, and he's like, give it a couple weeks and then, you know, if it's not better, we should test him for Cushing's disease. Um,
1: which I didn't know was a thing, but it it's a thing. Feels like diabetes a little bit, or the symptoms are similar.
0: Symptoms are similar. Yeah, it's an overproduction of a certain hormone um, as opposed to like not producing insulin, like diabetes, but it can cause you to have high blood sugar and other stuff. And so I was like, okay, well, like maybe that's it. So we adjusted his insulin and I want to say that was like Thursday. And then we already had an appointment for him on Monday at the regular vet. So this is the overnight vet that we've kind of been emailing with who, who saw him right when we got him. And so Monday we go to the regular vet and I was like, so here's his glucose curve from like a week ago, basically. Yeah. And we increase his insulin based on what this doctor said, but he's like, maybe we should test him for Cushing's. And the regular doctor is like, you know, we can test him for Cushing's, which is a big expensive process. She's like, but normal, almost always like this marker in the blood work will be high if they have Cushing's and it's not on him. So I don't think that's really it. Um, but why don't I do this other test for test? Like your fructosamine,
1: fructosamine, right? Fructosamine,
0: yeah. Because your glucose goes up and down and it wavers for all sorts of reasons all day, but the fructosamines way more stable, so it kind of gives you an average of the last couple weeks because oh. it uh, it doesn't move a lot. And it's, it's just a different kind of value. So we'll do a fructosamine test, and that'll tell us if his diabetes is regulated or not based on like the food we're giving him and the insulin. Okay, so we do the test. And he comes back smack dab in the middle of the well-controlled range. Great. So his diabetes is well-controlled. Um, this is very exciting because the barrier between the cheese and the cataract surgery that will let him see again was having his diabetes well-controlled. So this test comes back, and it's like perfect evidence that his diabetes is well-controlled. So I was like, okay on the way home like calling the eye doctor vet like you guys <laughs> his diabetes is well controlled and they're like that's great and i was like when when can we come <laughs> like, i need you to fix my cheese um so he has not so we can't do it here in the keys because there's no ophthalmologist here so we're going up to um this clinic it's a series like a a chain isn't the right word, but it's an animal ophthalmology clinic called the Animal Eye Guys. They have like eight or ten offices around Miami. As
1: long as they don't travel around in a van.
0: Everybody loves them. They're, a
1: van and scalpels. They're
0: apparently really great. Um, and so we're going up there on April 8th, and he's going to get like all of his exams and tests, and they do ultrasound of the eye to make sure that he's a good candidate for the cataract surgery. Yeah. They only do those on Thursdays. And then if he is a candidate, we'll go back the next Thursday, April 15th for the surgery. We have to stay overnight. So I've got like hotel rooms reserved for me and Manchego. Um,
1: We're not taking the whole GRV with all the dogs. We're just no. gonna, but you and Manchego, it's just fine. Just me and
0: Manchego doing a little, little road trip up yep, to Miami. Yep. Um, so yeah, so this is very exciting. And when I was talking to them about the scheduling, they're like, well, is it you or the rescue group? And I was like, well, look, you know, we're gonna do it no matter what, and if the rescue group won't pay for it because it's not like a life-saving thing, we'll pay for it, right. right? We'll we'll get it done. And she's like, well, if you go through the rescue group, like we don't charge you at all for the initial consultation and analysis, which is you know like ultrasounds and stuff, very expensive vet visit, and then the surgery, we get fifty percent off to vet to rescue. Was she groups. saying
1: it like? I'm not telling you what to do, but if the rescue were to pay for it, it would be half as much.
0: I I think she's like, you should definitely have the rescue group do this because we give them half off. So it goes from like a, you know, $4,500, $5,000 process to $2,000. Yeah, that's significant. Um, Per
1: eyeball or for a full? For the whole thing. thing? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean. You may only get one eyeball, but.
0: (laughs) Rescue groups normally get a discount from the vet. But it's like 10%, you know, maybe it's 20%. I've never heard of anything like this. It's super generous. So if you're in Miami and you need to go to uh, an eye doctor for your vet, the animal eye guys are, I mean, every vet I have talked to has been like, oh, that's definitely where you should go. They have a really good reputation, but also that's uh, super generous with the rescues. That's great. So anyway, they're, we're waiting right now for like, they have a rescue coordinator. That's how big this clinic is that they have a person whose job it is to talk to rescue groups. So we're waiting mm. for their rescue coordinator to talk to our rescue group medical person and get everything set up. And then our rescue groups, board of directors will vote on whether or not to pay for the surgery, which I think they will. And
1: cause they're careful with their money. They don't just say, okay, yeah, we'll pay for this. Anytime the there's a, yeah.
0: a big elective thing. Right. Yeah. They, they talk about it. So anyway, in like three weeks, Manchego should be able to see again if everything goes well. Here's the is, other
1: question. Hmm. When can he have snacks?
0: I don't know. We, we still got to work on oh, the glucose. We got to ask the snack. The, the snacks question. don't have anything to do with the no, no, eyes. No,
1: but they have something to do with the controlled diabetes.
0: Well, we did another glucose curve yesterday, um, which was still, still kind of high, but it was not as high as the previous time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think once we get the insulin adjusted to where we want it, then we'll be able to talk about introducing snacks. But we're not there yet, dear dad. Little snacks. No snacks.
1: No, 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 not now. Not without clearance, I understand. Yeah. But I'm willing to just give green beans if that's like <laughs> an acceptable snack.
0: Yeah, well, we'll figure it out, but we're not there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snacks.
0: Patience, dear dad. Patience. Snacks. He's fine. He doesn't...
1: He would love me more if I gave him snacks. I've tried this with many dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, voodoo found a dead fish in the ocean and ate it
1: before we knew that he'd found it he he just probably ate the whole freaking thing yeah
0: i, ca- I was like i came down and i was like where is voodoo right because he sits outside all the time <laughs> and i find him like away. behind the elevator crunching like <laughs> satisfied crunch 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 i'm like what is he chewing he was behind on? the
1: elevator because he was hiding the mm-hmm. guy is sneaky as hell
0: so i'd like pry his jaws open i can't find anything in there but it smells like very dead fish. <laughs> so I'm sure someone like threw it off their boat or something. I mean, I guess it could have just Maybe. died and floated had up. a
1: dead fish wash up the other day and it could have been whatever. But uh, I got it before Voods did.
0: Well, he got this one. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, Voodoo, like bring him upstairs oh he smells like dead fish in the elevator so he's I'm so like, happy he's so pleased he's so himself. happy and i was like hey, you're not gonna be happy for long because i'm giving you a bath <laughs> and he's just like no i am made of rubber now <laughs> and i just drag him across the floor into the tub it's i almost a, died
1: it was like a giant jellyfish all of a sudden i'm
0: trying to like flop him over the edge of the tub and he's like no i slide back out and i was like no i will put i always win Foods, i always win he it was like get a him in there
1: ziploc bag full of jello or something oh, you're trying to drag terrible. him he anyway, is self, he goes boneless, so that's his defense mechanism. Yeah. If he so. were in the wild, that would be his defense mechanism.
0: So I got his mouth all washed, <sighs> and he still didn't smell great afterwards. I had to spray him with like that Nature's Miracle like odor spray, which is truly miraculous stuff. Uh, I did a TikTok about it, and I'm I like, I think oh. you
1: compared it to Axe Body Spray for him. <laughs> I
0: did. Uh, he also did an escape yesterday. I was like, he was oh. laying in the middle of the front yard. I was going out to get the mail, and so I just opened the gate a little bit. He's it,
1: lying a hundred yards, now fifty yards away.
0: And I go to get the mail, and uh, and all of a sudden he comes just charging, right? He goes. The dog never moves, but he sees his opportunity and just charging out of the gate. And I was like, no, 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 no. So I grab him as he gets out into the street, and he's like. I'm outside now. And I was like, yeah, get back inside. He's like, no, I am rubber now and just collapses in the, on the ground. All right. So I like put the mail in the yard on the ground and then go just like drag his 85 pound, butt, 95 pound, butt, whatever he weighs back into the yard, just dragging him. Cause he's like, no, I'm not. Then I let guac out. And as we discussed in the last episode, crab trap. Guac has escaped to the neighbor's house. And so Guac is on probation. So I take just Guac outside and he's in the front yard doing his business. I'm sitting on the steps watching him so he does not escape. And he starts walking under the house and I'm like, oh, he's going to go swim. So I call him and he doesn't come. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get him then. So I walk down and I hear someone go, uh
1: oh,
0: <laughs> from down away, not at our house. Right where he was in the crab trap before. So I'm walking over and I was like, is he over there again? And they're like, yes, he is. So I trudge over and there was no crab trap or cat food or anything this time. You just heard people over there. Yeah. There's like the two people who are like renting that house and then two people who are renting the house across the street who we know. And. They're hanging out, having like beers, watching the sunset and guac just trots on over. (sighs) And, uh, I didn't know I had my phone recording. I think I was trying to record something before and I hadn't pushed the button, but I pushed the button to stop it and it started recording. And so there's this like Blair Witchy project, Blair Witch project video of me like walking over and he, he comes and looks at me and then he's like, oh, it turns around and he starts walking back to the guy. I was like, no, he's Mm -hmm. not your friend. I'm like, he might be your friend, but he's not going to save you from me. Get over here. So
1: obstinate and so like headstrong all of a sudden, that guy.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see. Vink. I mean guac, not the neighbor. Yeah, no, the the neighbors neighbors are (laughs) nice. They're very nice. Uh, They were all happy to see guac. Uh, Vink has a urinary tract infection. They found it in her Morris Animal Foundation uh, urinalysis. She has no, shows no symptoms of it with us, but... She had it and she had gone on some antibiotics for her skin infection and and then like two days later they're like, Oh, you know, these results came back. She has a urinary tract infection. Let's let her finish those antibiotics and see if that takes care of it, even though it's not normally the antibiotics you'd give for UTI. And it didn't. And so then they cultured her they did another urinalysis and they cultured it to get the exact bacteria. And so now she's on cephalexin for however many pills we have in there. Probably two weeks.
1: Petri dish Golbeck. I mean, oh she's gosh. like growing stuff that we don't even know about.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hopper's fine. Chief yeah, Brody's fine. Everybody got baths today.
1: Yeah, it was a that was an hour long. Talking about you project. did most of it. I mean, I guess mean, I may have say drained two of them. the keys of water for, <laughs> for the hour. It was just you know five dogs, and a shower each, and they're all different degrees of absorptiveness and sque- like chief brody's like a sponge literally yeah. you can you can wring out the water with your hands afterwards you just squeeze and water comes out like you're squeezing a sponge he mm-hmm. holds it and then they're all different degrees venk is a little bit like that too she's very spongy
0: yeah but food dries really roots,
1: it just runs off guac is really good too i mean mm-hmm. he's he may may not be a golden retriever i'm not sure stop it <laughs> guac has really water adaptive fur it, it it runs off, yeah. it dries quick, and uh, he didn't, he was the least in need of a bath, but everyone else was getting really salty. There's like, you'd pet them in white stuff with was <laughs> on your hands. Yeah, I was petting, your hands.
0: petting Brody and uh, uh, Voodoo yesterday, they were like on either side of me, so I was like rubbing them on their backs, and like my hands just came away with that like white caked on yeah. dog residue.
1: It was, uh, they're, I mean, I don't know what it is, but they're spending time in the water and yeah. just they don't mind, I don't think. Hops' skin gets a bit itchy, but
0: Hops was in desperate need of a bath. Yeah. Yeah. But we got so we have this neighbor with a golden. The golden's name is Bahia. I will eventually put her on the snap. She's real cute. And uh they come over to Well, they can, they come over and Bahia swims sometimes. Bahia's <laughs> mom doesn't swim here. Uh but she's very nice. And um she's like our first friend in the neighborhood. <laughs> Like yeah she's not norm- a weird crazy normal. person
1: <laughs> no baggage
0: no she's super nice yeah. um but she so when i when she first came over like i saw them i was out for a run and ran into them and i was like you know if you want to come by and swim like have her come by because they see hops in the water when they go past in their boat
1: yeah but he rides in the front of their boat yep a lot
0: uh so like a week or two later she came by when the people were working on the house the gate was open so we you know, she went for. She brought Bahia, and they went swimming. He went swimming with, I think, Brody. And I was telling her about Vink. You know, now having... That was when she was told that she had to get shampooed after every swim. And I guess Bahia had had some of these same problems. And she's like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't let her swim as much anymore because we had to give her all these baths. Uh, but I've got this shampoo that the vet gave us. I'll drop it off at some point. And sure enough, you know, a few days later in our mailbox, there's this bottle of vet shampoo which is amazing so
1: much better than everything we've tried we've had many different kinds of shampoos
0: so much better it suds up really well yeah. it smells so good um so the brand is animal pharmaceuticals comfort comfort shampoo is the name of it yeah um and basically you can buy it on the Am- animal pharmaceuticals website which i tried to order a gallon i ordered it a gallon a gallon we go through a lot of dog shampoo
1: i know but it'd be funny to, to <laughs> Pour a gallon container onto a dog I'm, is pretty funny. I'm
0: hoping it has a pump.
1: It's like a dog. It's like a car wash or something.
0: But I ordered it like six weeks ago, uh. and I was I emailed them and I was like, "Guys, where's my shampoo?" And they're like, "Well, there's a global plastic shortage, as you know." And I was like, "I don't know, where is it?" So I find I found some other like VetRx website that had it, and you don't actually need a prescription for it. it Not a gallon it, though. No, I ordered three eight ounce or sixteen ounce bottles and they came in like two days you so. know what
1: i'm gonna use as an excuse from now on hmm. it has to go through the suez canal it it can't it's it's jammed mm. jammed there's a boat in the way well good luck with that the global plastic shortage does not sound as convincing
0: mm, no that's true boat's stuck anyway everybody smells kind of like coconut now and they're fluffy and they're gonna shed like crazy tomorrow when all that fur comes out from the baths
1: yeah but it will clean fur
0: it will be clean. It does smell nice in here now. It smells like clean dog.
1: Yeah, Manchego's uh, little cart is great. Is a genius move to get a cart that fits in the elevator. Thank that you. That was very smart.
0: I also bought because we're going up to Miami, so his his visit on the eighth he has to be there at eight a.m. and it's like three hours from our house to the clinic. So we're staying overnight the night before. Three hours
1: without traffic could, could easily be.
0: Yeah, there. which you could definitely hit in Miami for sure. Um, And so I think we're at the, it's some pretty fancy, like, I don't know if it's a Hilton or a Hyatt, but like in Coral Gables, like pretty fancy place, but they take dogs. It's fine. Uh, But I'm like, he does not walk very much, especially where you want him to walk and not at any speed. I'm like, how am I going to get him like out of the car, like in a parking garage, into the lobby, to the desk, check in, up to the room and then out, like it. GRD had to carry him, right? And there's no way I'm going to get him to do that. So I bought a collapsible version of the cart. It's like got fabric sides and bottom. And it kind of, it's kind of like a collapsible stroller. It's got little wheels.
1: Yeah, mini cheese wagon.
0: Yeah. So that will be easy to travel with. Because I was like, I need the cart, but I can't bring like the big heavy metal cart. So uh, I got a collapsible one. I think that's cool with
1: canvas and struts.
0: Yeah, it should I think it's gonna be here Friday or Saturday, so we'll we'll do a little tour of the g wagon two.
1: That's cool. Yep. He he's pretty good in it. He just like sits there and looks around. Yeah, he likes it I just mean, fine. Or sniffs around.
0: I think that's it for dog updates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um you got a German word of the week for us?
1: Well, c- speaking of um, guac being like a mm-hmm. headstrong juvenile, there's a term for like Teenage men—it's called halbstarker and halbstarker.
0: Half, half something.
1: Half strong, half strong. So it's someone who's like halfway to to his strength, like half as strong as a man, but like still—it it conveys this image of like a teenage thuggy.
0: <laughs> I like the shade that goes with it. it. There's
1: definitely shade, yeah. Like, like some, oh, look
0: at this half strength.
1: Yeah, like some some teen or you know 20 year old meathead i think meathead is probably close to close to the connotation <laughs> but it's not really uh complimentary it's not the worst insult yeah but it's not good it implies someone who's stronger than they are smart <laughs> yeah that's
0: a good one yeah
1: and guac's developing into one of them right now
0: <laughs> yeah he definitely
1: that's why he's on the leash in in the mm-hmm. snaps today he's, he's got he's on the, 20-foot leash because it's his probation leash i figure i can stomp on it and stop him (laughs) if he starts sprinting. yeah
0: that's true what a jerk okay for our taste of the keys this week uh we have no foul play expected in grassy key death investigation that's
1: right that was a bizarre one this is like a what is a closed room
0: mysteries (laughs) kind of so a 22 year old beltsville maryland oh bealsville maryland i don't know if they mean bealsville or beltsville but anyway near us near our other us. Uh, So she's from Maryland. She was found in the window of a Grassy Key Resort on Tuesday morning. So she was basically trying to, they said trying to make entry into a Pelican RV Resort and Marina window, so it doesn't sound like she was trying to get into an RV from the story. But they, you know, this this is a big resort, obviously a lot of RVs there, but I think they've got like some, yeah, you know, rooms and some sort of permanent structures. Somehow she's trying to get into some building and on may, the property, may,
1: and it is implied that it's her own room, because <laughs> she forgot yeah, her key or that's lost right. her key. She
0: didn't have a hotel key and was attempting to make entry. Oh, to her room via the window, and she got stuck. And she asphyxiated and died. It just sounds horribly tragic and so, like, pointless. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, this is... I think we were talking about this when we read this story, and I think this is something um, that you sometimes see in, like, these weird mystery cases, if you follow true crime stuff, called positional asphyxia, where you can get stuck somewhere, especially, like, with your head down. And it's not like you're choked but like your chest is sort of compressed where you can't get a full breath in and then you're stuck there and eventually like you just aren't you pass out because you're not getting enough breath and then eventually you die that's, uh, that's it's really terrible, terrible. instead stuck of going to like
1: window. the front desk or something i mean it's just like there's there's a bigger story there the police report's pretty terse there, there like yeah there had to be mistakes were made and bad judgment calls but it's all in hindsight right it yeah seemed, see i'm sure it seemed harmless at the time i'll just pop in through the window and you know let myself in and, and get stuck the, the room keys on the, on the dresser right and then yeah get stuck maybe you're drunk i mean didn't say anything about that but I mean,
0: no they d- they the police and fire and rescue got called at 7 30 a.m but who knows when she was trying to get when in. she tried to get in yeah. uh, i mean overnight sometime
1: Maybe she was in her bathrobe, too, and didn't want to go to the front. Door. I mean, it's just like yeah, some, so many things, little things. Man, it's tragic.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not a happy one, but a, a kind of bizarre bizarre story. Yeah. Yeah. Bealsville, Maryland. Interesting. I don't know where that is.
1: Sounds like it could exist, <laughs> though.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Got anything else to add before we're done?
1: No, I'd like to go on for two and a half hours, but I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have enough creativity <laughs> right now to, to ramble on.
0: All right. Well, until next week, or whenever we decide to do another one of these, <laughs> could be sooner. Whoa-ho-ho. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to.
1: Yeah, don't bite anyone.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs>